fake lips, fake, fake hair, fake tits, and we, and don't, we don't care. That's who we are and how we're going to be. Drunk nights, cat fights. Come tomorrow, it'll be all right. Even if we're saying something we didn't mean. It's just lady drama. Yeah, we got, <laughs> yeah, we got it, it from, from our mamas. mamas. Stepping, Stepping over rumors with, with Louise on our feet. <laughs> and watch this, this lady, lady drama. Do we have Hello to Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, Epic Bravo. I feel oh like God, that, that was, was so terrible. And fuck, I can actually carry a tune. What the hell? I feel like we were singing at different times. <laughs> you were fucking slow, dude. You got to pick up the bass. I was trying to slow it down for you. Oh my god! I'm like fake lips, fake hair, fake tits, and we don't care. That's who we are and how we're gonna be. Yeah, we got to do it again. Okay. I needed to case. do it on my own. I'm fucking Melissa Gorgering this shit. Look at you. <laughs> You're in the booth. I mean, <laughs> sauce bitches. Yeah, oh we just my we'd start god, that, that was Hi, so. Everybody. You don't watch OC, but they on their final episode. Oh, is it the final episode? I think it was. They did a song as well, except um, of course, fucking Heather DeBrow knows Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes, so they got them to write and record it and auto tune the shit out of it. But this was actually better. So but, much but better. They didn't auto tune though. I was like oh, waiting for the auto tune. I know they did not fix it, and I think that key was. I get it that it was low, kind of take into consider everyone's voice. But you know, when you sing as a group, it kind of tunes out the people that can't sing. This did yeah. not do that. Oh no! It no, was no, 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 awful, no. but amazing. I I hated every second of the recording process. Me too. And then when they played it at the end, I was like, okay, it's a bop. I fucking love <laughs> it. I'm fucking so going to download it. I love it. Fake lips. <laughs> Fake hair. Fake tits. And we don't care. <laughs> I mean, is that – wait, shit. Me putting on that accent, was that, like, wrong? Because I'm just channeling my inner Dolly people. Oh, yeah, you've got to channel that Dolly. Oh, I love oh, Dolly. Howdy. Well, so how did you how did you like this episode? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed very much. You so. enjoyed the lady drama mamas. I was not looking forward to the activities, but oh, so many activities. I know, right? Ugh, but I got into it. But before we get into lady drama mamas, you know I've got news. Oh, oh, oh! I know you got news. Okay, so on Tamara's podcast, she said, and we all know this now because even Margaret said shit. Teresa and Louis were asked to leave the house by producers. Teresa was all like, why should we go? Margaret should go. They didn't want to leave, which is why. Um, that's I th- why she put her pyjamas on. Yeah. I think she was like, no, nah, we're getting changed. Like, we're not going anywhere. And they're like, you got to go. Yeah, you're being violent. you got to go. Yeah. And, I mean, in lesser news, Louis reached settlement in the avocado case. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's the royalties got, from this song. People got to get paid. How fucking rude. <laughs> And then in other news that I was, I'm not surprised, but I was still shocked. Ashley Darby has filed for legal separation. And right on that like five year mark, isn't it? Well, I think five months after, yeah. Well, okay, no, because they extend, no, they extended the prenup, which we all saw in season three, from three years to five years, but they've been married for almost eight years. So everyone's like, they thought it was five years starting 
from after the three years? No, they just extended it another two years. Or or if I'm wrong, p- someone please let me know. They were married in May 2014. But she's going to get a coin. Well, yeah, because in season five, in one of her confessionals, and I got this from uh, page six, and I think they got it from Radar Online, so... She said in one of her confessionals, now in the event of a divorce, I will receive 50% of our assets. I got it from page six. They got it from Radar Online that claimed that his reported fortune is $20 million, which we know that they're always bullshit. Like, not always, but they often highball it. So even if he's Mm -hmm. worth, you know, like even half of that, $10 she gets a clear five mil. It'll be great for storyline purposes as well. I'd love to see a single Ashley. Have they finished filming? I, yeah, it's I, been I, a while, so I get the sense they might have. Yeah, good for her. Now, in the state of Virginia where they live, their laws about divorce are the same as Australia. You have to be able to prove you've lived in different dwellings for one year before you're allowed to file for divorce. So she's smart going for legal separation so that he can't contest anything. So amazing. Kyle Cook is watching this and shaking in his boots. I know. Oh my god. Speaking of which, Summer House, I'm obsessed. Paige DeSorbo attended 12 proms <laughs> and was prom queen at a school she didn't fucking go to. That's main character energy. Bow fucking down, bitch. Bow fucking down, Bow bitch. down. Oh, my God. That tickled me so much. I'm just obsessed with her. I know. It was great. I'm so obsessed with her. She's just – the way that I watch her flirt with guys is so on point. It's so on point because I'm a terrible flirt. Like, I'm so over the top. It's just, you know, I'm a train wreck. But the, straight to blowjobs, yeah. Pretty much. The way that she does it. She gives off a flirty energy, but she doesn't have to go too far at all. She's she should give classes. She's amazing. Mm. Obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. Obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. I mean, do you have any other tea? I'm sure there is. Like I was trying to listen to a podcast on a lawsuit, another lawsuit for Erica Jane and Tom Uh, Girardi that hasn't actually been filed but bravo docket the podcast they like they're two lawyers they were like breaking it down but i wasn't really listening to it properly so i need to write notes and well, i'll get back over, to you on um, that erica inspired me over the easter long weekend to read garcelle's book oh really i think, i wonder if that's happening a lot i wonder you know, if her sales like, have gone through the roof because of i reckon that it would i wanted to support her yeah like, i think and i just will. think you know it's good when there's like these juicy little stories and they're just a paragraph. Yeah. You know, like yeah. any other person who hasn't lived a big life, it would be a whole chapter, yeah. some of the things she's talking about. And she just right. flips over it being like, yeah, I almost got drugged by Bill Cosby. Next sentence. What? I know. There were so many juicy little bits in there. P.S. Your dog was just in the background and yeah. I'm obsessed with him and I miss him. Oh my God, he's so freaking cute. <laughs> Well, let's get into the episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sozzle. So, Sozzle. I could talk I about the dogs all day. You know Sometimes me. Sometimes I find I'll look at my dog and time passes and I'm like, wait, what? What's going on? All right. All right. Your so, turn, yeah? Lady Drama Mamas. Yep. Yes, bitch. Uh, it's the next morning in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So Joe Gorga's playing a prank on Frank. 
by dangling like doll's clothes in his face. What the fuck was that to wake up to? I was all like, oh, my God, this is so cute because Frank was allowed to move out of the hallway because he got um, Marge's old room and it was Mm -hmm. the kids' room. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's snuggling with the toys. How cute. Then we find out, no, that's a prank from Joe who, like, you know, shoved all the toys around him. I was like, I thought it was because he missed the chinchilla and the dogs at home, but no, (laughs) it was a prank. (laughs) Oh. So everyone's just debriefing about the night before. Yeah, yeah, they're at breakfast, yeah. um, Frank defends Margaret by calling her inquisitive. Love it. Love, <laughs> love it. Frank. Oh, no, me too. He's got the clean, cleanest, clearest perspective on the drama. He really does. On hey. the lady drama. Um, <laughs> and I also loved when Jen said that Teresa was namaste. Now she's more like go away. Yeah. <laughs> which is a great tagline for next season, I, I believe. Yeah, good call. I used and to be yet- namaste, but now you can get the fuck out of my way. Perfect. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> You're so sweet to me. And so Jen says Margaret called her a liar and Margaret was like, well, she did lie. <laughs> I know. I love that. cut and dry there. But, I mean, her thing of what she lied about was a bit bleh, which was she lied that about Margaret giving tea to the blogs. It's like, well, is that really a lie? Because she did say, I think. Yeah, okay, she doesn't think it. It is a lie. But I just thought that was a thin a oh, thing, it's all very thin. Yeah, I think it comment. all comes back to who called who in Tenafly. Oh it's my like, we god, we need to get over the Tenafly of it all. I know. Well, she did also lie about that because Margaret did say, "No, you're the one that told Jennifer to do it." But no, did she actually say she didn't do that, or did she just shut up at that point? She just shut up. Like lies by omission are lies, but I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as to call her a liar. I don't know. She's a shit stirrer, is what I would call her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but then Margaret, like, goes further and says she's dangerous, she's a loose cannon, she owes her an apology, all of which may be true. Yeah, but, but it ain't like, going to happen. It ain't going to happen. That's the thing. You've got to manage your expectations with Teresa. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's a fucking mess. But at the same time, Margaret is right. It's enabling behaviour. It's not okay just because you give us 50% when you normally give us zero. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not explaining and myself correctly, but you know what I'm no, saying. No, no, you're right. And they say how Teresa's not going to the event today, but she'll come tonight. Do you think that was production yeah. as well? She, she was go. on a timeout. Oh, mm. do you think they gave her a timeout as opposed to going, she's like, I don't want to go on there. Like, that's fine, but you'll have to go to the dinner. Oh, wow. They gave her a timeout. I love that. Well, I don't know. I like that. Let's just say that. Let's roll with that. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Teresa had had a phone chat with Joe saying that she will come tonight, blah, blah, blah. So Margaret, she tells Melissa, Joe and Dolores. Oh, hang on a sec, because we saw that flashy and she says she screams at Joe. She poked the bear and she fucking got bit. But all the conversations with poor Melissa and Joe, Teresa is basically saying, if you don't do this for me, we're not going to have a relationship Oh, super manipulative. If that was a a partner, like a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, your friends would tell you to run for the hills. This woman is fucked. I mean, she's great TV. Yeah. You see it with Melissa later in the episode. Yeah. She's really demanding of her friends and her family. Uh, The expectations are redonkulous. Redonk. Totes. And what Margaret was saying to them is, like, you can accept her behaviour, but I'm not going to. Exactly. That's what I mean by enabling behaviour. It's like saying, you know, you can treat me like shit because normally you treat me like extra shit. Yeah. <sighs> and so what did you think of Dolores's comparison where she said Teresa's <gasps> like a sad rescue dog at a shelter? 
obsessed. I bolded it. I put exclamation points. I wrote down that it happened at about six minutes in because I always do those little things just in case, like we want to put it at the top of the episode, like which bits are my favourite. But, yes, you vetoed with the brilliant idea of us singing for these poor listeners. Well, listen to it back before you call it brilliant. (laughs) Oh, uh, air quotes, air quotes. Yeah, I I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. When she says it was pretty apt, though, wasn't it? She says that Joe Judice never had kind words or gentle affection towards Teresa, and that's all Louis gives her, so she'll do anything for him. He pets her and treats her right, and I just thought, woof, 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 woof. woof and woof. I enjoyed even more mm. uh, Margaret's comparison that Louis was like Daddy Warbucks from Annie. I was like, that's pretty great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Rescue Dogs and musical theatre references, you got me. I was going to say, any time there's a musical theatre reference, your ears prick up. I love they it. They do. It's like oh. dog whistling for gays. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you crack me up. Oh, God. So um, Joe B asks Joe Gorga, what will he do if Teresa flies off the handle tonight? And he says, I'll just pick her up and walk her out of the room. Um, in, good luck, mate. In a mate. weird sort of way. <laughs> That kind of is the best strategy to deal with Teresa. Well, it's like a kid chucking a tantrum. I think they honestly, when she acts like that, instead of trying to get her to leave the room, I think it would be far more impactful if they all agreed that they would all stand up and leave the room and leave her there. That would be more impactful. Well, she'll impactful. just go. She did that later this episode. So good. Everyone started walking up and she's like, I'm leaving too. Because if none of them engage with her, like not a one, then she's got no other recourse than to leave or apologise. And quite frankly, she's acting like a petulant child. I mean, yeah. I don't want her off my TV, fuck, but, you know. Oh God, no. Can no you imagine how good it would be if everyone just, like, they'd pick one person who to stand up first and then they all stand up, don't say a word and just leave the room? How good would that be? It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. So they all get ready to go off onto their separate activities. So Dolores is going to go shopping with Teresa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys are going to go boating and Joe Gorger is going to prank Frank with a strap on. Yes. All right. Yeah. Hold that for later. Yeah. And then the girls are going to go singing. But before we move on to the activities, can we discuss Melissa's shorts? Did you clock them? <sighs> yeah. Now, I'm an old gal. I decided long ago that I do not want to wear any kind of denim with holes in it because it's just, it's not my vibe and you got to leave that for the kids, right? you got to leave the right. quote unquote cool clothes for the kids. But she just had all these dangling strands. I called them bedazzled tassels because that's all I could think to come up with. I call them it. dangleberries. Now, dangleberries. <laughs> if none of you know what that is, because if you're not country bumpkins like we are, a dangleberry is literally a dried piece of matted hair and poop hanging from a, sh- a lamb, a sheep. Yeah, and that's, that's and what she looked like. I just looked at it and went, well, she's got all these freaking dangleberries hanging off of her JJ. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, that shit's <laughs> going to get in the way. It's going to go up under the jean and get short uh, and get stuck in your lady bits. Like, no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. (laughs) So let's talk about the individual activities. Let's start with the boys on the boat because Uh that's what I had the most fun with. Yeah, cool. Me too, Um, me too. Everyone's going except for Tiki who's just, he's booked, he's busy, he's blessed. the fuck? 
I did not even notice that Tiki wasn't there till after the female activity and we're at the house and he's just sitting on a rocking chair, a rocking swingy thingy or whatever, reading a book. It's like, dude, you're Uh, actually in the area, you're not at work, and yet, no, no, I'm not going to your activities. Sorry, I love you and you're hot and you can do no wrong, but that kind of ticked me off. I assume he did have some sort of work activity Like a on. Zoom or some shit. Yeah. But yeah. Fu- and then he was like, I'm going to kick back with a glass of Chardonnay. You're Tiki Barber. You can pause cafe on that Zoom meeting. <laughs> like, I don't think he wanted to be on the boat with the strap on. I don't think he wanted to be on the boat either, but you're on a TV show. You need to support your woman. I well, mean, the- and Louis showing up, and you know I don't like fucking Louis, tomato face Louis. I don't like him. <laughs> that red face for me is a red flag. <laughs> If someone's face is that red, they either have an extreme case of rosacea or they're a secret closet excessive drinker. And I think we saw on the boat, we we all thought no one could hold their liquor like Gorga. I think Louis might be the... He didn't even seem that drunk. You're right. No. Yeah. Well, they were all binge drinking from boarding, like before boarding, they were like slamming them back. I know. I mean, the I, poor. I, I would have been like Bill. The poor captain is trying to give them like the little safety spiel, and Gorga's all like, "Let's shotgun a beer, and then let's take two more fucking shots." It's like, calm your Jeez, farm, Gorga. Did they check that the water was less than four feet so that he, you know, wasn't going to drown with his excessive drinking? I think drinking? Frank did make that joke. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I loved it. I loved so it. funny. Whenever he makes fun of Joe being short, it is hilarious. I know. And Joe's so, such a good sport. Like, he lets him have the joke. Like, yeah, he doesn't come yeah. clap back quickly and try to, like, knock him down. So it's really sweet. And, you know, well, that's like Joe's love language, just, like, pranks and jokes. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wor- so, <laughs> words of affirmation. Let's talk about this strap-on prank. First of all, it's not a prank. No. You just gave him a strap-on. Yeah, it was a it was a thank you gift for organising the boat trip. And then he cuts off the penis, yeah. he castrates the penis so he's just got the balls. He Lorena Bobbited, Lorena Bobbited, Lorena Bobbit, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. You don't know who Lorena Bobbit is? No, 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 I get oh. that, but I don't get the, the joke about the cutting of the penis and the Well, I didn't get it at first, but then he insisted they all do shots out of the penis. So that's why he cut it off, because he wanted them to have to put the penis in their mouths. I mean, so it was a hollow strap-on. We're, we're confirming that. Correct. Right yeah. Well, we right. saw them. We saw them take the shots out of it. I don't know. Like, I'm. A, to me, that was just a homophobic joke. I wasn't up for it. I, it seemed very homoerotic to me with the dick in their mouths all the time. I was like, yeah, okay. but to them, like making each other do that is like a bad thing to do. You, you know what I mean? I don't know. I was getting repressed homosexual. Okay, cool. I like I like what you were getting more than what I was getting. I'm like, really? Are we trying to make that a negative? Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. It just bugs me about straight men. It's all they want their female partners to do, and yet the idea of them doing it, it's like, if you know that it's pleasurable, what's your problem with it? You know what I mean? I don't well, know. Evan taking a shot of that was the first blowjob he'd had in years. True. Except he was giving rather than receiving. Well, it really, do- it really doesn't matter as far as I'm concerned. No. I think well, they both so would be great. It's just a fun little scene. They do talk a little bit about the girls and that, Louis, you don't get involved in the girl nonsense, Good advice. they call it. Good advice. And that's, that's about it. Do you have any other thoughts on the boat? Well, when they were talking about... I love how you ask me, do you have any thoughts? Of course I do. I know, and then I immediately <laughs> look at the time and I'm like... Oh, I know, fuck, so. hurry up, bitch. <laughs> the only thing was that when Louis was talking about 
when he and Teresa went back to the hotel, he said that it's the worst he's ever seen her and they had their first fight. So he clearly wasn't okay with her behaviour. I was cool with that. Well, she was a psycho. Well, she would have been very awkward. I mean, can you just picture her like on the other side of the world right now? I'm sure they're getting into it. I'm sure they're having a fight right now. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So let's talk about the recording studio activity. If we must. Man, I'm sorry, but this was so lame as an activity. If I'm going to Nashville, I'm not going there. No. And obviously it's a service that they offer to let us regular plebs go and experience recording. But yes, because but Melissa's already a recording artist. I know. <laughs> Got a bestseller on the charts. But because it's something that they do normally and it's not something they did as a favour to the show, as we explained before, there's no there's barely any post production. Like there's no fucking tuning <sighs> of the audio. It was terrible. In the uh, best way, but still terrible. Like if that was me and I paid that fee, I'd just be like, thanks, dickheads. Oh, I was getting Glee Club vibes and I was like getting flashbacks to Glee when they tried to write their own songs oh and I was God. just thinking this rhyming scheme is basic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's not a good song and then they proved me wrong. They did prove us wrong because I was just like this is going to be shit and I'm like actually this is amazing. And thank God for Marge and Jackie, the only two women who have like more than some marbles rolling around in their heads. Oh, they're creative. Yeah, they, yeah. Ca- they came up with the themes, they even – Tried a couple of lines. I mean, you I know, wish they were doing lines. That would have made the song so much better. Yeah, I mean, they did have they did have drinks at least. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah. Well, none of them were in tune, and no. I just cringed so hard when Melissa started getting really into it. Oh, and doing the riffs like I just did before. So <laughs> yes, I can't, I, you were giving me Melissa vibes. I this did morning. say that. I said, "Fuck, I'm now Melissa Gorga, yeah. going off on my own, doing like an out of tune riff. Like, fuck me, dead. Soz peeps." Okay. Me dead. Yeah. So we also go to Teresa boot shopping with Dolores. Jesus Christ. More fucking cowboy boots. Cowboy hats. Now, I get it we're in Nashville. And unlike Melissa, I understand that we're in the South. I get it. (laughs) But really, I'm sure Nashville has more to offer than cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Like I just do not need another cowboy hat. No. I don't need meat and I'd rather just sit and go to a fucking steakhouse. I know. I, I did enjoy how Dolores was like, um, Teresa, you already have a lot of cowboy hats. And why? Why? Why does she have them? Is I she don't just know. is she just trying to cover the fact that she has no forehead? Is that it? <laughs> what? She has no forehead. I'm stating a fact. That's not body shaming, stating a fact. Okay. I am not Teresa. I do not body shame. I am simply stating oh, a fact. It, she has a three head or a two head, not a four head. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, this was the, the least interesting activity, obviously, because yeah. there was nothing to it. No. Um, but we do just get Dolores giving Teresa that little pep talk about when you're rage blacking out, you got to walk away. She just says, tonight you got to walk in like a lady and apologise. And Teresa says, no, I'll only apologise to the group. I don't understand how she thinks Marge owes her an apology. I don't get it. Because she's fucked in the head. I don't get it. You're on a show. You have to talk about stuff. Marge is only saying, you know it's going to be spoken about behind your back. Why don't you get ahead of it and then we just move on? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm just, I'm saying the obvious. Well, it's just, it's frustrating for us to watch and have Teresa present that viewpoint over and over and over again without changing and so, it, and it not making any sense it's just yeah, like arguing it's arguing with a child it's it's just this it's pointless 
So we go back to the house, everyone regroups, Tiki's relaxing, he's a man of luxury, just enjoying his own company, and then the horde come in. Yes. Um, My highlight of the whole episode was Bill coming off that bus with his hair looking like he's Albert Einstein and his shirt on backwards. What's going on with him? This season, his hair is just fucked up almost every episode. I've never seen it before <laughs> this bad. Is, does so he good. does he need a haircut? Is it thin is his hair thinning out so it's not being weighed down any longer? I mean, <laughs> is it is it the covid stopping him being able to access his his hair care products? Is this the issue? Cuz we all know deliveries are an issue these days. Like what's I need more information because well, for this specific instance he oh. was just really drunk. Yeah, but I've never seen his hair blowing in the wind like that. Like it's it's distracting, it's upsetting, and I need a reason why so that I can move on. <laughs> okay. What <laughs> what did you think of It bothers me, honestly. Do you think there was something shady going on with these editors when the party decorator arrives? Oh, how hot And we was have she? a whole 15 seconds of Tiki greeting her. I thought the same thing. I thought because this woman is. It was so bizarre. A, it was such a, a like pause in the action. She's a hotter, younger version of his wife. <laughs> and we all know about the rumors about how he and Tracy got together. I mean, they're married with kids now. Move on, people. But. Production shouldn't move on. Thank you, production. Right, but she, yeah. she was just... There's the first thing I thought of. I just went, a hot decorator arrives. Tiki's offering to help. This is the most verbiage we've had from him in the whole episode. Seriously? Potentially the whole show, like potentially the whole season. Yeah, I think that production were being shady and I was living for it. Me too. And so I was just thinking we- in Summer House, they have to fucking decorate the houses themselves. This is awesome. <laughs> I know, all the Amazon boxes arrive. I know, right? Um, so Frank, he's like passing out and Dolores yeah. and his interaction was so cute. He says, no, she says, why did you have a cock and balls in your mouth when you FaceTimed me? And he says, I didn't, Dolores, just balls. <laughs> that just made Put me laugh. Put that on my tombstone. I know. I didn't, Dolores, just balls. I know. She cacked herself too. How can you not? They <laughs> really have a great relationship. Their friendship is kick-ass. I could definitely do a fucking Catania spin-off. I really could. I love their fa- that family. I love them. Obsessed. Just a little sidebar on spin-offs. Yes, please. Karen has a new show. What yeah. is that? Have you watched that? I've watched half of the first episode. Is it any good? Um, you know, I get up really early in the morning and I mm-hmm. just like to zone out watching some Bravo, having a coffee, the dog's on my lap, you know, that kind of chill yeah. vibe. It's the kind of show that you've watched all the other shows you're really into and you're like, yeah, I'll watch it. Whack it, it on. It's all right. I mean, Karen's great, okay. but it's probably as good good as oh wait what's the other spin-off we're getting from candy from, candy and the gang yeah i mean that that's just flopping for me sorry peeps if you love it okay. they're just right. they're well, not doing it for me i'm glad she got paid though love that love mm. that so everyone's sobering up getting ready for tonight blah 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 how? they're talking about Teresa. how did those guys pull up after doing like what well, evan, do evan said like 15 shots or 15 drinks or whatever how? i think he was underestimating how did they pull up? I would be on my knees throwing up in the tub. Like the toilet and, and wouldn't even cut it. Well. I wouldn't want to be line dancing after a big day of oh day drinking. Oh, my God. And because, you know, you're on the water, there's sun. I'd be sunstroke. Yeah, I couldn't cope. Evan's wearing a bolo, but mm-hmm. unfortunately it's not the bolo from Atlanta, so we can just move on. That's upsetting. Yeah, that is um, upsetting. 
Dolores tells the girls she doesn't think Teresa will apologize. Don't get your hopes up. Blah blah blah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, and Teresa arrives and she ignores Margaret because she's done with her. And then and she says to Melissa, she wants to spill another drink on her. Like, shut the fuck up. Psycho. Is she doing Psycho. this to make sure she gets another season? Because there's a lot of chatter out there that Teresa's done. It's just anger, Ugh. I think. She's just an angry person. What the fuck was she wearing? Ooh. What? This This Ooh. is... <laughs> I think I just burped in repulsion just Like, then. <laughs> seriously, this is my thorn of the episode. Teresa's leopard print onesie with knee-high white cowboy boots. That has to be the ugliest fashion I have ever seen. (laughs) Ever. Ever. That was repulsive. (laughs) That hurt my heart. I think a bit of my heart chipped off and melted away. Just vomit. Just, oh, I can't. It's making me angry. Thank God it was an outdoor event in bad lighting. Otherwise, it would have been more assaulting on the eyes. I just, and this is how kind Marge is. Not once did she turn around to to Teresa and say, I cannot look at you because that outfit is more repugnant than your behaviour. Well, we've seen what Marge's house looks like. I don't think she's got a leg to stand on. Okay, Marge's taste is eclectic and considered. (laughs) It's not my taste, but it is actually Taste. taste. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So they do the line dancing. We find something that Tiki's not good at for once. Fun. Yeah. Other than that, I've got nothing to say about line dancing. Do you? Kind of like when Joe was kind of moving to the music, I was like, dude, it ain't a strip show. You can calm down. Take a seat. <laughs> it's Take all he knows. a seat. And then we get the song. It's bad. But I loved it. Oh, We've my God. That. And I loved every now and then, like, I really hear the Jersey accent and Marge is like... She says, oh, we're going to play our song. Wow, woman, you really do have an accent. It's not song, it's so-wang. Like, yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed Teresa's commentary of the song as well, just being I, like, it's shit. I just thought she I just thought she was mean. Like, I, I don't know, like just the mean put-downs, I just, it's not fun when it's mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I just, maybe. Because I thought, I also thought the song was shit, I was quite in agreement with her. It's just like, it's so juvenile. You weren't there, so it sucks. Like, fuck off. It would have sucked more if she were there. Oh, That's my God. Real. How good would it have been with her fucking voice? Jesus. Fran I Fine. I actually thought she was going to fly off at the lyrics. You know when they say Louis on, on our feet? Yeah. I thought she might have misinterpreted that, but apparently I don't think she heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I thought she would have spun that to be an attack. Somehow. I know. I know. That would have been funny. So they sit down for dinner. This is when we get the apology to the group. Oh, and she fuck says, off. But I was provoked. Oh, my God. I went God. back. She said, but. Yeah, she said, but. And Margaret's not impressed. And no. so then Melissa's like, it's a start. Joe, Dolores, you know, the usual suspects. They're like, oh, it's really good. Thanks, Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, congratulating they, her for saying sorry. They just thought it was huge that she said out loud the word sorry because she doesn't she her, doesn't do that it is huge for her but but as margaret said we shouldn't give her a pat on the back for continual bad behavior that's basically what they're doing yeah and, and you margaret don't do that with a child quite clearly she's grumbling yeah and that's i i did appreciate jen being like what's that margaret and yes. like <laughs> bringing well, everyone's fair attention enough. To like her. at the end of the day i get where margaret's coming from the only thing that kind of doesn't keep right on her side you're talking negatively about her three seats down like if you want to stay out of her way and not have a confrontation then don't say anything at all then Teresa starts making those comments about margaret always oh, eating dinner she never misses a meal she always eats what the actual fuck? 
I know. It's Watch not cute body shaming like when you do it to Teresa's forehead. When she it says, was... I didn't eat last night, but that Marge always eats dinner. She makes sure she always eats. No, no, I'm not into it. Talking about the size of someone's – commenting about the size of someone's forehead. Okay, it's a fact. She has a small it's forehead. Fun. It's so, cute. So what? Like, if you think it's funny, that's your fucking problem. I'm just stating a fact. <laughs> But, like, body shaming her about, f- like, with f- food? Fuck off. No, Like, and it's she's just... going to get reamed at reunion for that. Reamed. And because we're watching in parallel with Jackie's storyline. And oh. so we're, like, super sensitive around these issues right now, I feel. Correct. And, and who doesn't Therese have is food oblivious. issues? No. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, razzing on each other is one thing, but being mean? Fuck off. Yeah, it like, was very mean-spirited. Who got kicked off New York for dark behaviour? And so what? We're just going to excuse it? And then booked it? a spin-off and we'll be back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, I see Do what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dark yeah. behaviour, the viewers don't like it. We don't. You're taking the fun out of it. I get it why people are saying her time on the show is up. Well, maybe that's why on Girls Trip she was sweet as pie. Maybe. She was course correcting, perhaps. Who perhaps. Knows? So I wasn't buying. This it. is when we get the whole. I didn't say but. I didn't say but. Melissa, tell her I didn't say but. Melissa, tell her to shut the fuck up. Melissa, <sighs> I swear to God, <laughs> just really going hard on Melissa. Yeah, I would have said I love you. You're my sister, but you need to stop. Yeah, but Melissa she doesn't, doesn't have the balls, and she doesn't love her. So that, let us sink her own battleship. Yeah, so that I mean that was enjoyable to me to watch. Oh, but then hell yeah, everyone yeah. walks off because they're fucking done with it. They're done with it. Like it's like you can't come back for this. I would have all seriously. Teresa leaves, texts each other, and go, "Let's go back." Teresa's gone. Oh, exactly. How much that would be good TV. Any other thoughts on this dinner confrontation before it sort of fizzled out? Nah, I'm good. Next week's the finale. I didn't yeah. realise it would be coming so soon. Well, they've already taped the reunion, so that makes sense. But I too was like, "Oh my god, already." Yeah, they're definitely doing less like, episodes. I'm used to like coming back from a trip well, and it, then having a few episodes, maybe. I'm used to the seasons being 22 episodes. This one was 12. Like, sorry, I don't this think Jersey's had a long season in a while. Yeah, okay. Like next Jersey, episode, episode 13, the and then reunion. But the thing is, I like this cast together. I don't know anyone. I, I, I could keep- do with a shake up. It's almost like it's so rare that they bring someone in and they fit. Like Marge was the last person. Was it, was Marge before Jennifer? I Ma- think so. Right. Well, then, or maybe Je- the same time. Yeah. Sure. Like that was the last time it worked. And I think as viewers, we're like, you've been doing these shows for so many years, bravo. Can you fucking figure it out before you? Te- it's like they're testing the waters on us. It's like no. You yes. can do your training off camera. Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, I don't know how that would work, but it's like we're sick and tired of having to go through the trial period with Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, next week's the finale. We get more about the love bubble again. I just want to uh, pop that motherfucker. Oh, uh, it's like um, the fucking this season. It's this season's pineapple. Like, stop. This season on the love bubbles of New Jersey. So then we get <laughs> Teresa and Margaret fighting, Joe asking Louis about his past, Louis walking out. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Basically. Yeah. Let's talk about Below Deck Down Under. Did you enjoy this episode? Um... I forget it. I was going <laughs> to say, because the episode in Australia airs like the day or two after we record and I yeah. watch it straight away, I kind of can't remember it. Let's just go through it then. So- I did have a shit ton of notes now that I'm scrolling. <laughs> Me too. So I obviously enjoyed this episode. Let's say I enjoyed it. 
Okay, well, let me talk you through it. So, basically, we're still at the dinner with Aisha in the disco hat, Chef being a cunt, Benny and Bosun having their powwow. Yes. Um, and Benny walks off. Yeah, because he's a fucking And then we've also baby. got the tensions with the chef and the other stew who I forget. Toomey? Oh, wait, no, am I thinking about sailing yacht? I got, I got confused. Yeah, now. you're thinking about sailing yacht. It's <laughs> basically together in my mind. Chef and Aisha end up um, kind of having a, a bullshit chat, but it's Toomey's trying to um, – I can't think of the word. Like, she's trying to handle shit chef. She thinks she's the shit chef whisperer, which she sort yeah, she of does. is, but he doesn't buy it either. He well, kind of tells her to shut such up. such an odd duck. Like, he's he such... just stood aside from the table waiting for everyone to finish up because he just, like, walked off but yeah, then just stood He goes, there. I'm walking off because he can't handle Toomey giving him truth bombs. But then um, he just stood there. Yeah. And he's, he gets the shit at, shits at Bratini for kind of giggling at him and tells her to go fuck herself. And, and like, why did you put me on blast? It's like, she didn't put you on blast. She just giggled at you, you dumb fuck. I and know. that's when Toomey's all like, you're being negative, you're being negative. And she's trying to, like, get him to take responsibility but not really put him on blast. And that's when he's like, you're all wannabe department heads or whatever and fuck uh-huh. your, I don't give a fuck. And wants another shot and then wants to walk off, but doesn't walk off, like stands near them. Like yeah. how lame. I get that this is how this show works. They have tensions on the boat on charter. They release the tensions at night at dinner. But, like, you're never going to resolve these issues when everyone's drunk as skunks. I know, I know. <laughs> so and I wonder like with filming. A wheel. Housewives always say that, you know, we're filming for ages they ply us with alcohol. We barely get a, like the meal, and I'm assuming that's what's happening here too. And Jamie, he's meant to be, you know, one of the leaders. He's like, "All right, let's go to the next bar so we can, you know, distract ourselves, and we'll have three shots as soon as we get there each." <laughs> that's he's not going to help. He's an idiot. It's like he's trying to be this team leader. He has no experience in it. It's not obviously not something that comes naturally to him. And instead of admitting that, and learning to read the room and and go slow, he's just going full pell. And he doesn't like having an authority figure he has to answer for because we see that later in the app with Captain Cutie. It's just insecurity. It's such insecurity. It's just... Like, stick to stripping. You've got the bod. Like, why are you changing careers? I know. Surely that pays better. Surely. And surely, Surely, surely. like, you'd have more self-respect afterwards than this. Well, yeah. Um, So, Chef... He pulls Aisha aside again about oh. the vacuuming. How many vacuums have you vacuumed or whatever he said? He's and he says, you're not meant to ask people how many boats they've worked on. Well, like, it's a fucking valid question, you dumb cunt. Shouldn't it be on your resume? <laughs> Surely that's the first question you ask. Exactly. Exactly. They all come on and they say, oh, I did a 47-footer. And they're like, oh, I did a 57-footer. Yeah, like, it, it shares your level of experience so that people can come at you at your experience. Yeah, it's like at the first year of uni, everyone was like, what was your ATAR? What was your UAI? What were your results? I know, exactly. So I just don't get his perspective at all, but that's because he's a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. So we go back onto the boat. Toomey's got the hots for the captain. I mean, don't Jamie sees Bratini's nipples and Bratini's super horny. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, that's the end of the night. Yeah. Um, Next morning, super awkward. Aisha and the chef, tensions are high. She thinks he's a lazy little prick, which mm. he is. Yes, of course. And then we get the preference sheet meeting. So the new primary is an astronaut, which I love. And there's I gays. Know. I, I love know. gays on Yay. boats. Yay. What was his name? He introduced himself as he Tom Gay was- from USA. 
Tom Gay from USA. I love Tom Gay from USA. He's my favourite guest so far. Oh, no, that's not true. Fronk is my favourite guest. Fronk was great. Yeah. Tom Gay from USA was a bit demanding at the dinner. But, yeah, but so you know, what? Be. Yeah, look, I mean, is he the primary? No. No. So he's, he's there on someone else's coattails as if I would not be Tom Gay from USA. I would be that guy. Oh, on, fuck I'd that be Nathan shit. Gay from Australia. I, at home, I am the help. So when I'm away, no shit. I want service. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw in this episode there's like a little tray, or maybe again it was sailing yacht, but there's a little tray of chocolates just sitting there that's always there, and I was like, I would eat every one of those fucking chocolates. I'd just be like, someone needs to permanently follow me with, with a bowl of chocolates, and every time I pick one up they need to place another one down so I don't feel exactly. like a massive And pig. unwrap them for me and feed me like the grapes oh, in ancient and pop Rome. them in my mouth. Ma- yes! That's it. If I was one... <laughs> If I was one of the servers, every time I walked past a charter guest, I'd pull out a chocolate and go, would you like a chocolate? <laughs> that would be my thing. I'd love to do that. That's so much fun. I appreciated how Aisha pulled Captain Cutie aside Finally. and said, hey, look, something's going on with this chef. A hundred percent. Because he is all over the boat doing everyone's job, but he's not <laughs> noticing how shit she- chef is. I know. Well, I think he got a little glimpse of the anger issues when he had to prepare another meal for yes. the other guests. But and still, I, I'm glad Asia, Asia, Asia is like sooner. you. Yeah, but at the same time, as a head of department, you want to give yourself time to see if you can resolve the issue yourself and not involve the captain with the petty bullshit. That's your job. But this Asia, though. Mm. Lover, obsessed, but also like you need to know you're the chief now. Like she keeps yeah. saying, like oh, I'm really stressed about Magda. I just wish Magda, you know, would do this. And I'm like, you're the head. She doesn't want to be a bitchy chief stew like all her chief stews, right? And but I think you have she's. To be. I think she's slowly learning that you're. These people are in their twenties. No offense, but you're, they're basically children, and so you're managing all of those barely post-teen energy, you need to lay down the law or they're going to walk all over you. Because well, she says, they're watching oh, they're people swapping party. service. Yeah. And she says she's disappointed that Magda's on service. And I was like, you you can control this, Aisha. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but she's, anyway. she's caught between I have to train her. I mean, as much as we're like, this is episode, what episode is this, seven? seven? I don't know how many weeks. Like, Is this like week two? Yeah. Like, for, you know what I mean? Like, is this week yeah. two, week three for them? Like, are you really going to go hard on someone that is your underling after two, three weeks of work? So I think it would be difficult to know how hard you have to go in straight away. And I suppose that's why we see, like, a stern Captain Lee because he knows you've got to do it straight off the bat. Got to ride him hard. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the toilet goes again. Yeah. And on, on that hilarious. point. Captain Cutie's like, all right, it's up to you now, Benny. Like, I've yeah. showed you the ropes. I'm not fucking getting into this situation again. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Benny was, like, screaming for sandbags like it was a bloody flood and he needed help from the SES. No, He's like, I, sandbags. It's not a sandbags. fucking tsunami, dude. Like, calm your farm. Thank God, Culver, he put the Marilyn Monroe mullet on. Yes. And he said, I've got this. Yeah, keep stone deal- the plumber. And he dealt with it and it was quite entertaining. But... I'm just like, how much has that fucking wig been through? It's got probably got poo particles in it now. Oh, like, I would not be touching that Marilyn Monroe <laughs> wig. No way. I would be letting that sit in the sea for a while, like tie it off the end of the boat so it can get cleaned <laughs> by the seawater. Like, come on, mate. It, it can be the, the boat mullet now. Yeah, quarantine it in the tender. <laughs> <laughs> so 
It was one of the white gloves that got flushed. Oh, my God, that Magda shoves behind, you know, in the, the rim or whatever of the lip of her skirt. And like, she continues to do it after being told that that fell down a toilet and caused a lot of issues. But I don't know how long that conversation actually took, but for us it was like three seconds, right? And when Aisha accused her of being the one doing it and kind of pieced together what actually happened, the fact that Magda went along with it so quickly, like if someone said that you did like to me, oh, you did that, I'd just be like, what the hell? Like why are you pinning this on me? Like I, I I wouldn't immediately go to how it could be my fault. So maybe that's my problem. But the fact that she immediately takes that it's obviously her something she did i'm like how shit are you at your job that you also assume it was you well maybe she also yeah just didn't understand because we get that misunderstanding with the gluten-free crackers yeah there is a language barrier which you need to take that into consideration her english is pretty phenomenal i don't speak a second language as well as she speaks english so you do have to be kind about that but she's a moron they they aren't gluten-free and she heard they are gluten-free and i'm like you got to say are not yeah, not I know. Free Asia. I know. You, again, it's someone's second language. You got to you, you got to slow down with the contractions. Also, Magda should probably have known if they were gluten free or not before going up. I know. Like, uh, it's on a preference sheet. Like Magda, she's not at the point in at her skill level where she takes initiative. She's still at the point where she just wants to be told what to do so she doesn't fuck up. But then yeah. you got to learn to think for yourself, love. But come on. Like, well, speaking of how many marbles she got rocking around in there that she can spare any to think of to think ahead, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Facts are facts. Before that, so we get um yeah, so we get Bosun sort of rebelling against Captain Cutie. <sighs> He's giving his team a pep talk while ignoring the captain's calls. What a dick! And because they were meant to be off by ten, and it's like ten twenty-five. Ten twenty-five, like, guys. Hello, look at your watch. And I'm, and he was telling them what all of the things I had to do for the whole day. It's like you don't need to be doing that. I know. And he's got this thing being like, "Oh, the captain's going too quick," and it's like, "Yeah, you got to. Okay, you got to get off the fucking dock." Hold on a sec. Speaking of which, I know that happens later, but I'm going to tell you the math. So. Okay. When they all had that, he had that issue with the captain going too quick. They were going five knots. And now I'm, I'm not a nautical bunny. I don't know what knots are. So five knots is 5.7 miles per hour. For us Aussies, that's nine Ks an hour. Yeah. Nine. Now we go over speed humps at nine Ks per hour. They want that fucking fast, dude. Calm down. I know. I just remember the end of. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Have you ever watched that one? No. Underrated classic. Okay. But the boat hits a whole town at the end of the movie at about the speed of eight knots. So, Okay. <laughs> and it was a snail's pace. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, he's just being a cunt because he doesn't like authority. And That's also I think he's seeing that he's being micromanaged and he's embarrassed by that and he doesn't know how to handle it. He doesn't want to look like an idiot in front of his crew, but he doesn't realise he already looks like an idiot in front of well, his crew. Well, B- Benny's untangling a rope like it's Christmas lights. Jesus And Captain Christ. Cutie has to help. And Lazy Bones Jamie, he's just sitting in the tender, la da dee la da Okay, these guys get on deck at like 6, 7 in the morning, right? Yeah. It's four hours later that the boat needs to move. What have they been doing for four hours? Because the person that's on nights hoses down the boat. We all know that. So what are these mm-hmm. idiots, apart from polishing, 
what are they doing for four fucking hours that they can't entangle a rope before they have to? I know. Like, I don't get it. I and don't it's not get engineer it. work because there's unseen engineers exact- that we don't watch. Exactly. I do not yeah. understand how they can't be prepped in four hours when there's four of them. I don't get it. Tell you what, though, that Culver, he wears the hell out of a blue rashie, doesn't he? He does. Oof. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, that man. He's quite attractive. <laughs> do you need a moment? I kind of do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the guests are on. We get that issue with the gluten-free crackers, and yeah. then Magda's just like spilling the beans in front of the charter guests oh, what and an fighting idiot. with Aisha in front of them. Oh, it's, it's too much. I know. It's it is too much. You when know you what? You don't have a game face. Like I hate that. She's too busy fucking looking at photos of her boyfriend and getting mad about it. Did you see that photo that she was mad about? No. Okay, so remember how, like, the night before she had the shit to her boyfriend because he was hanging out with females? I went back to have a look at the photo. It looks like he's going, like, diving or whatever, like he's in, like, wetsuits, and there's a girl that's standing in front of him taking a selfie, and she's also wearing wetsuity, rash vesty stuff, and he looks like he's standing a metre behind her. And she's oh, just social like, distancing. Yeah. Exactly. They're doing the six feet, <laughs> and she's getting angry at him for that. That's a red flag. Uh, that's a she's given me red face red flag. She's giving me Teresa vibes, man. Psycho. Yeah. 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 So chef does another flop lunch because it's just all sell- shellfish. What? It's all you? fish proteins, and they're like, "Can we have a salad? Can we have some bread?" How are there no sides? Here's some like lobster tailed the end. I wouldn't I'm, even do that for like at home. I'd have sides. When they just ask for a salad, he's like shocked. He's appalled. Shocked. Who just wants to – it's not like it's a crab boil, you're just sitting there eating crabs. Like, it's silver service, you loser. And Cap Cutie, he's just like, yeah, serve some sides. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What? That's just – like, where's this guy's head at? I don't – I don't know. I don't uh, – Tom Gay from USA was well within his rights to ask for a side salad. No shit. No also, shit. Also, did you see Tom Gay's um, speedo saying that he was a hashtag top? Oh, I love that. No, I didn't I- see. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but I love it. I know, I love it. <laughs> I support you, Tom Gay from USA. <laughs> okay, and Magda's on service, but she doesn't want to hold the drinks. Oh, she's she doesn't want to. Useless. She's useless. Like, if you're scared to hold a drink tray, either a keep it to yourself or b get off the fucking boat. Like you're done. Go back down into laundry, babe. Okay. The only and other th- flush more gloves. Exactly. The other thing that I was kind of like scared about was the primary guest thought that the bidet with her vaginas. <laughs> I'm like, what in the what now? Like he sees the bidet and says something like, I don't have a vagina. Uh, dude. That That's was, the epitome that, of money can't buy your class. class. <laughs> <laughs> so, let, so then they do a little, not a beach picnic, they just go to the beach for stuff. Yeah. And I, this is when we get the whole issue with them paddle boarding out of sight and Jamie loses sight of the guests. That's your one job. I know, it's your one job, dude. Seriously. And then he's getting his shirt off to go swim after them, which I appreciated, but also Brittini points out, like, that's the purpose of the shirt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious. hilarious. But meanwhile, like, Cap Cutie's already come out, rescued them, and then gone back, and so, like, pointless. I know. He is pointless. He really is pointless. Captain what do Cutie can do everything. His mind, like, oh, I'm going to save the day, but then, like, flopped out. Because he was trying to call Radio the Boat to get a tender to check them out, which seemed to be – because when Captain Cutie said, oh, yeah, I'll go out and check, I'm like, oh, okay, is that like a normal thing to do? 
they couldn't get a response from the boat. So he's like, well, in case they're not going to be able to hear us at all on the radios, I still need to see them, which is why he swam out. I don't think he did the wrong thing apart from taking his shirt off. Which we enjoyed. Or the right thing would have been to say, guys, we legally need to make sure that we can um, have eyes on you at all times. So this is the area. I'm going to show you the area that you can swim around. Please don't go behind the rocks. And if that's something you want to do, I will call the boat out before you leave to make sure they've got eyes on you. That's probably Mm -hmm. what Mm should have happened. While all that's happening, so the chef's preparing dinner. He's just going to do seven courses family style. Like, fuck, oh, put in fuck some effort, off please. with your family style. Uh, but that's when we see the captain send a text to another chef. Yes. Saying, are you oh, still around? I do love you think that. that's Chef Leon of the Beef Cheeks? Because oh, God, I hope not. I remember like a year ago when they were filming this, there was a rumour that Chef Leon was spotted on dock somewhere and he could have oh. just been working on a ship. Really? But- I don't know. If it's Chef Leon. That's going to be great TV. It would be great TV. I hate that guy with his beef cheeks, but I love it. I know. We're going to go from every dish is going to be fish to every dish is going to be beef cheeks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. Fuck. I love that. So then they they go off again. The tender's still not hooked up properly. Oh, my God, idiots. The bow line's still flopping about. I don't know what's going on, but the deck crew are fucking up. Yeah. And I think they all deserve a disco helmet. They Jamie's all... got to get the disco helmet, right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope Between, so. Between, they need two. They need one for Jamie, one for Shit Chef. And one for Magda with the flushing of the gloves. Oh, my God, Magda, Causing seriously. multiple situations. Multiple situations. Every time you say that, it cracks me up. <laughs> and this is at the end of the episode we get that coup that Jamie's sort of oh. planning to saying, what it, he says, this guy isn't happy. If he tries to tell you to do anything unsafe, you come and tell me. Oh, my God. Like it's the captain. Like they're all sitting there. The worst part of it is that they're not grasping is you're all sitting there as a collective saying, we are not qualified enough to do our jobs. So if the captain tells you to do something that is technically you should be able to do, come to me. Like that's basically I- the conversation. Well, and in the conversation between Jamie and Captain Cutie, he was like, oh, but my team isn't competent. And I'm like, why would you Why would you admit that to your captain? Like, go talk to your crew. Sort that like, out. Like, again, it's been – these people were hired based off their resumes. Unless you're saying they lied on their resumes, which you should be going to the captain for that. If that's not what you're saying, then – Surely after two weeks or three weeks, they should know what's required of them. Oh, I it's get it. just like basic shit that I think we could have picked up from watching this show for so many years. Like you don't stand Except- over a bow line while the tender's getting flopped Except out. Except I still don't then know. you're going to get end up like that Joao guy or whatever. I know, but I, I still don't know which one's the bow and the stern, so don't even. Do you? Not on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Not without the Google? Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, oh well. So I mean, Magda doesn't even get- know, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so next week we get Jamie and Cap Cutie. They're still fighting. Magda's over it. Yeah. And Aisha goes diving. I love that for her. I'm so happy for her. I'm happy for her, but she needs to step the fuck up with her delegation skills. Yeah. She thinks that everything flows better when everyone's friends. No, they don't. Everything flows better when everyone is friendly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it only flows if you're friends if everyone is at 100 yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, I'm enjoying Below Deck Down Under a bit more now that we're in the swing of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. This I yeah. thought this was a good app. I enjoyed me it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And any other final thoughts on this week in Bravo before I leave you? 
Uh, no, I, at the moment I'm heavily invested in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, which has nothing to do with Bravo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's too dark for me to get into. Oh, no, see, I'm listening to Emily D. Baker's commentary on everything they're saying, so it's fascinating to me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I would just recommend Garcelle's book to anyone out there. Yeah, of course. And we'll did you listen to next- Did you listen to Danny Pellegrino's book or did you read it? It's very good. Yes, I read that. Oh, I enjoyed yeah, cool. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I love a Bravo book. Yeah, me too, me too. Well, and the Diamonds and Rosé is finally an audio book now, thank God. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's that lady that does impressions, right? I know, yes, exactly. I can't think what of her hoot. name right now, but I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I, that's my plan. You need to get on it. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Leave us a review at Bravo. Um, Spotify, rate us five stars or nothing at all. Dog pics, please. We're still into dog those. Picks, yeah, or really a- any pet pics. You know me. Yeah, dick pics even. Oh No, we'll don't do that. Them. I don't want to see well, those. They can be for I'll you. I'll filter those ones for you. I'm, I'm a gal. I still don't want dick pics. No, that's not for me. Really? <laughs> You're do. into that? The only dick pic I've ever actually received, and I must say it was amazing, was back in the day when I still had like a flip phone and it was oh, like geez. the beginning of the – it was like Facebook had only been out for a few years, that kind of thing. That's how long ago it was. And it happened to be my birthday and purely accidentally someone sent me a dick pic that was meant for their girlfriend and I have wow. to say it was one of the prettiest penises I've ever seen. And I, I had was the, probably pixelated on that old flip phone. No, well, I don't have that memory. I just have a memory of a really pretty penis. And I texted back and went, thanks for the birthday, love, but this was not meant for me. I have no idea who you are. But congrats. Yeah, yeah, congrats exactly. Congrats on the, nice, the, the, the Yeah, I do have the imagery of the pain in my head. Yeah, good times. It sounds like you like dick pics. No, I like <laughs> a dick pic. I do not want to receive further dick pics. I'm good. One one, okay. one and done, baby. One and done. But still, if you do want to send some at effing Bravo, <laughs> I won't show them to Mariana. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> pet uh, pics first. Yeah, pet pics uh, I'm up for the pet pics. Okay. Yeah. All right, bye. Jesus Christ. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>